Well, hello, brothers and sisters. I'm glad to be with you one more time. We're talking about God's word in you. And like I've been talking about all week, and I'm going to say it some more. When you read the word and find out what God has said about your situation, and you begin to quote what he said about your situation out of your mouth, you are releasing power. You're releasing salvation to yourself. You can do the same thing for others. God designed the word of God to be the answer. He designed the word of God to get you out of every situation and every circumstance that you come up against. The word of God is your deliverer. The word of God is your heal is your healer. The word of God is your financial prosperity. The Lord watches over his word to perform it. I think that's in Jeremiah 1 and 12. He watches over it. And when he finds a man or a woman that is married to his word, that say, I'm going to take the, what the Lord's word said over anything, God loves that because that's faith. And he's going to always show up. While you're waiting on them to show up, it might look like it's not going to work out. It might smell like it's not going to work out. It might taste like it's not going to work. You might hear words that make you think it's not going to work. But don't go off how it feel, how it smell, how, it, how, how you heard it, how it look. Only believe the word. Only believe. If you believe all things are possible, no word from God is void of power. Let me say that again. No word from God is void of power. If God said give and it shall be given unto you, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, men give into your bosom. Well, of course, Satan going to come and say, hey, I wouldn't give no money to that preacher. I wouldn't give no money to that church. I wouldn't give no money to that family. I wouldn't give no money to this and that and the other. He's going to come up with a scheme in your mind, fighting you. You might have other people come to you and say, you don't have to pay tithes. You don't have to give offerings. You know, you don't have to do it. And then when they tell you that you don't have to do it, they're going to uh, uh, try to explain it away and this and that and the other. Well, why is that? Think about this. Why does it bother a person so much by somebody else giving? Why do it bother them so much by them giving? You might say, well, you can't give to get. Well, the Bible say, give and it shall be given. Did God lie when he said give and it shall be given? See, Melchizedek in the, in the 14th chapter of Genesis, 
gave Abraham bread and wine and Abraham gave him a tent, you know, and, and it was an exchange. And later on, Abraham became rich in the 12th chapter. I think the 12th chapter of Genesis, it talks about Abraham being very rich. Abraham was rich, but he practiced a precept of, of sowing and reaping. One place in the 26th chapter of Genesis, it says Isaac sowed in the ground and reaped that same year a hundredfold blessing. Who was making him reap? See, God was making him reap what he sowed because he was a giver. And because he was a giver, the spirit of God was operating in his affairs. See, God has certain laws and principles that you can follow that'll bless you. Don't have nothing to do with salvation, but it'll bless you. You know, a person can die prematurely, but they can still go to heaven. But they didn't get everything they could have got. They lived beneath their privilege. See, they could have got healed. They could have had financial blessings. See, I done heard people say, People concerned about, about money and prosperity. And they need to be concerned about souls getting saved. My answer to that, let's do both of them. Let's get souls saved and let's get them healed and let's get them prosperous. Why do that make a person mad when a man or a woman of God is prosperous? You know why it make you mad? You've been taught by the devil. Well, I shouldn't say the person who teaching is the devil. But out of ignorance, people teach the devil's plan. Do you know in the 28th chapter of Genesis that God wanted his people to be lenders and not borrowers? Well, why would you get in concert with the devil and want God's people to be borrowers and not lenders? You know, he, he said he'll take his disease away from them uh, and, and won't put the diseases upon the children of Israel that he put on the Egyptians. Well, why would you be in agreement with the devil and say God don't heal sickness? Do you know that them people's feet didn't even swell? That they're, they're clothes. Now, now, the Bible records something so insignificant as clothes. God was letting you know that he was concerned about the minute detail to their clothes didn't even fade away for 40 years. They had the same pair of Levi's for 40 years and they didn't fade after they didn't washed them. They didn't need a color guard detergent. Why? Because God is interested in his people being blessed. Now, when the blessings stop, it's because they wouldn't believe his word. When God told them that they can, they was well able to conquer their enemies, they said they were grasshoppers. They didn't believe the word. The only way you can be defeated is not to believe the word. See, when, when, you, when you say, I can't do it, a spirit will come on you of unbelief and you won't be able to do it. When you say, oh, I feel bad, you'll start feeling worse because the Bible say, let the weak say I'm strong. When you say, I can't. When you say, oh, Lord, this and that and other. Oh, Lord, I'm tired of my husband. I'm tired of my wife. When you say such things, <coughs> you, you actually invite Satan into the mix. See? But if, if, if when the person is doing wrong, you say, hey, my wife is a good thing and I, I have favor of the Lord. That's what the word says. And wives, speak positive about your husband. 
Husbands, speak positive about your wife. Even while they're doing crazy stuff, speak positive and use your faith to overcome. Psalms 103. At verse one, it says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgive it all down the iniquities and who heal it all thy diseases. Now, did God do that or not? So, when you sin, right, you're born again by confessing Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. That's how you get saved. Since you are saved, if you do something wrong, ask the Lord to forgive you and ask him to cleanse you. I don't care how many times you do it. Keep asking him. Keep declaring that he's forgiving you. Keep declaring that you're changing. Keep declaring it. And if you get sick, confess this. Lord, you heal it all, my diseases. So I refuse to be sick. This disease is cursed at the root in the name of the Lord Jesus. And the Bible say, who redeemed thy life from destruction? Who crowned thee with loving kindness and tender mercies? He's getting you out of trouble. People say, oh, the Lord won't put none on you that you can't bear. You, he sure won't. The devil will, though. The Lord is redeeming your life from destruction. See, who satisfied our mouth with good things so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. Now, if your mouth don't put the good things in there, your youth is going to get, you're going to get old. See, but if God teaching you through this ministry or any other ministry to say good words, to say good things, that is the Holy Spirit working through that person to put good things in your mouth so that you can be renewed as an eagle. Hallelujah. I got a lot to say, but I'm out of time. Be blessed.